Welcome to Missing Gears, a Trapmania community podcast. Each episode, I ask the same set of five questions to a Trapmania community member to learn out more about them and how they got into the game. The guest on this episode is Wizzy. One of BITM's finest, he is fresh off the heels of a third place in season two of BIPL. And we spoke all things from competing, making maps, and his favorite Formula One driver. Enjoy the show. So the first question I want to ask is a very basic one. Uh, when did you get into Trackmania and what was it that got you hooked? So I first properly got into Trackmania at the release of the newest game, Trackmania 2020. So in July-ish of, uh, of 2020. But I first picked up the game from a, uh, I think it was, and just an introduction to uh, to to a racing game from my dad, I think, uh, which was Trapmania United Forever, and ended up making pretty pretty horrendous maps and and playing the campaigns. But yeah, so um, that was that was kind of my first intro. But ultimately, it was just a uh, a racing game which my dad used to play, and uh, yeah, he thought he'd he'd kind of pass the reins on to myself, and yeah. Uh, it kind of stuck stuck with me for uh, forever, really. So, so was your dad also into mapping, or is your dad also into mapping, or was that something that you picked up on your own in in that original trap mini game you played and now continued in twenty twenty? Uh, it was it was mostly uh, myself uh, picking it up. My dad basically just I think ended up just playing a load of the a load of the campaign tracks. So, and that's kind of all he did um, for myself. Um, I kind of yeah picked it up from there and started, you know, wanting to make maps and and you know watching uh, some of the other maps online and wanting to try and put my twist on some things and failing miserably. But uh, <laughs> but but yeah, so I th- it was me. It was me and myself after uh, after a few few um, a few weeks probably of picking the first game up. But yeah, um, it was the kind of I, I craved that creativity uh, that the that the track editor could uh, could offer. So, do you have any of those original maps knocking about, or have you ever thought about going back and recreating one with perhaps a uh, a more modern Wizzy twist? Uh, I, I probably have most of my uh, track menu United Forever tracks probably laying about, probably on a uh, on a slightly older computer probably but yeah they're still still around here somewhere but um but yeah maybe uh, maybe one time I if I've got not much to do then yeah I could go back to United and you know maybe make some um maybe make some uh, some slightly better maps hopefully but yeah that's uh, it's a good idea to be fair so or, or remake one come in, come into a cup of the day near you a wizzy remake of, of young wizzy's <laughs> map that would be interesting that would be uh that would be really interesting um and to transition from that then our, our second question uh is uh, what input device do you use uh and why so i currently play with a steering wheel predominantly anyway um i do also play with keyboard on a few kind of uh, certain scenarios but it's predominantly steering wheel um main reason is uh it's kind of for the enjoyment really i i first started um playing track mania on uh, on keyboard um but yeah i uh, i think after seeing uh grenady play extremely well <laughs> with with uh with steering wheel um you know proved that it was very 
very um you know a strong device um you know with with only a couple drawbacks here but pros and everything else and yeah kind of decided to um to try it out i had a steering wheel kind of laying around somewhere which wasn't being used it was very lonely so decided to give it some love and uh try to try to get it to work and yeah it's uh it completely hooked me to be honest yeah was that the fanatic wheel you use now or have you since upgraded to the uh the fanatic wheel so i i upgraded to the direct drive which i use now um but originally it was a uh, i think it was a forza motorsport 4 um yeah forza motorsport 4 um belt driven one so yeah pretty 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 old in the uh, in the workshop but yeah it got the job done ultimately and because uh, I used to use that with Forza and, and F1 and, and such, but but uh, I think probably mm, mid-2021 20, or 22, I can't remember to be honest, but in the middle of a year, <laughs> I, uh, it, uh, I was playing a, a cup of the day and I still remember the track. Um, and yeah, went to, uh, went to turn in and yeah, you just kind of, it felt really off. It, it, you could hear this kind of snapping noise, and um, yeah, digged a bit further, and and basically the belt had uh, had just given way. And to be fair, it, it's really odd. So it got the it did a good job, but at the time it was quite lucky because um, originally once that one broke, um, Fanatec were also doing this. You know they. I'd heard of this CSL DD, a kind of a more budget direct drive wheel. Um, so, and and I wanted to try and stay with 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 uh, with Fanatec just because um, because of the pedals. I didn't want to try and I wanted to try and save the money and uh, yeah. and not not need to buy another set of, of pedals because the pedals were were still immaculate, really you know really good pedals. So I wanted to try and and, and uh, stay with them. And yeah, at the time they were bringing out this new uh, CSL DD. It's more affordable direct drive uh, in comparison to their, you know, thousand yeah. thousand pound formula wheels. You know, so so it was quite ironically quite good timing. Um, but yeah, ended up biting the bullet and uh, spending a bit extra on uh, on that. But um, but I also. You know, I also do sim racing on the side, so it's 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 not like it was a you know a bit of a pointless upgrade. You know, I, I do utilize the um, you know the, the direct drive nature of it somewhat in in other games. So yeah, so you mentioned about the pedals. I'm always curious. So do you use the the actual pedals when it comes to Trackmania, or do you only use those in other sim racing games? Uh, no, so not for Trackmania. Um, I I have a slightly different setup to Grenady, who does use pedals, I believe. Um, but for myself, I don't need to. At least the the kind of setup that I've chosen, I end up just using the uh, the flappy paddles and the buttons on the wheel, which which uh, is just about enough um, to uh, to accommodate everything. But yeah, uh, I don't need to, fortunately. So only for sim racing. 
that, uh, that makes a ton of sense. And um, yeah, if you did have to swap, so let's say you wake up tomorrow and uh, a second wheel has broke and for some reason you, you can't go back getting another one, uh, do you think you would swap back to keyboard or would you look maybe to explore uh, a controller or maybe even get inspired by some of BITM's finest and start using your mouse? <laughs> That's a good question. I think um, I, I'm trying to think of the, the things that offer the most, but I'd probably say... I mean, keyboards last the longest, I would say, um, whereas Gamepad definitely offers the most versatil um, yeah, versatility, I would say. Um, but, and then, yeah, mouse is, mouse is a good one. Um, unfortunately, I don't exactly have some good desk. I don't have as much desk, desk space, so, uh, but um, I definitely need to give it a try at some point. But I'd probably have to go... Um, a gamepad of some kind, but yeah, I just have to bite the bullet and kind of accept that you get a bit of stick drift or, or you know you need some setup to it. But I think the the pros which gamepad offers is is slightly greater than keyboard at least for the moment. I'd say. Yeah, it'd probably, it'd probably be quite a uh, tonal shift to go from the the fidelity of a steering wheel to just on or off with a uh, with a keyboard. So that would be. Uh, one one hell of a change. Uh, my next question, question three. Uh, what is your favorite Trackmania map in history? Uh, it could be one in a tournament or a cup of day or even as a mapper, one that you've made yourself. So, yeah, a good, another good question for uh, for me. It's probably, I don't know, there's, you, you play so many and uh, try to remember the names, but I think there's one which, which, which stands out, which isn't actually in the new game at all. It's It was one that I... I sh I'd really strive to complete in uh, in Trackmania Un um, United Forever, which was called uh, "Fasten Your Seatbelts" by uh, by Simo, and uh, it was basically a uh, full speed transitional track. Um, but it was so absurdly stupid, as in it was brilliant. I mean, if you guys haven't seen it, definitely check it out. But yeah, it's it, it's an incredible track. It felt so satisfying trying to you know try to tie everything together and yeah so i never actually uh, i don't think i actually finished it in like cleanly but yeah it was i, I spent so many times just putting it into queue and, and re-queuing and yeah it was great fun and uh i think it's maybe it's nostalgia but i think for me that's kind of what really drew me into the into the driving aspects of trap mania i'd say is there is there not a part of you now especially now that you've that you've remembered it that wants to go back and sort of conquer that map once and for all conquer that track conquer that track and and go back and finish it one time or do you think it needs to live in memory as the sort of thing you could never quite master uh i think i could i could definitely uh finish it now i, I would say i'd like to think anyway but uh but yeah i think um maybe it deserves that kind of uh solidarity of of you know that is the map um so you know maybe maybe one time i give it a go and, and try and finish it but um but i would say it's quite nice having having the kind of um kind of a, almost like a statue i guess you know and keeping it in, in its in its raw form i guess you could say <laughs> a, bit, a bit a bit of a weird explanation but yeah um it's uh I don't know. Maybe, maybe I could uh, on uh, if I do a stream or something. Maybe I could give it a go. Then maybe, but yeah, it's uh, it's a, f a great track. 
kind of got me into it. So we'll we'll see if I can rally a public cry for a Wizzy stream to uh, to try and conquer the map once and for all for uh, for everyone to take uh, to to enjoy and to see if if that can be done. Um, question four: uh, If you were to take part in a Trackmania Pro Am event, uh, which celebrity would you want on your team? Ooh, uh I would say I don't know, I, I would probably I would probably go I don't know if this counts as a celebrity, but I will probably as my initial answer, I would probably say like Lando Norris. Uh he's played Trapmania before. Um and I mean it's it's Lando, he's he's an absolute champion, so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think uh I don't know, but there's there's a, a lot of good options to be fair. So but yeah, my uh my uh, my inspiration, Lando Norris. I See, that falls nicely into my conspiracy theory I had until you did a face cam reveal on Cup of the Day that one time that you were secretly <laughs> George Russell. So I see how you avoided picking yeah. yourself uh, or your F1 counterpart and went with Lando. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's it. well well played there, Wizzy. You you really uh, you really got around me. Um, so <laughs> question five, uh, which is uh, kind of open. But uh, what is your Trackmania hot take? So what is the one thing you, you think when it comes to Trackmania that might get you in trouble with the rest of the community or might rally some sort of uh, cry? Um, it's, it's not something I often think, to be fair. I would say um, if, there was, if there was one that kind of leaps out is that probably... Um, one of them would, yeah. I, I think the main one I would probably go for is uh, is that identities are a good addition to uh, <laughs> to to to, uh, to mm -hmm. esports, at least well, at least to to the world tour. But um, yeah, I, I definitely get some talking to from from some people. But yeah, that would be that would uh, that would cause for some concern among amongst some players. I'm sure. But, yeah, I yeah. mean that's definitely. A hot take amongst the 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 you know the players that proper grind those maps. Uh, I know I've spoken to a lot of people in the BITM Discord who have been practicing for these events and then get quite frustrated. Um, what is it about identities then that you think make them core to esports? Because we've we've seen levels of it, of course. You know, we see very soft identities. Uh, we see obviously very very tricky identities, and then we see sort of you know all the way to French track mania and ascension tournament. Where where do you think is the fine line? Where is the right amount? And and what do you think it brings? Um, I would probably say it's kind of a softer take on them. So, you know, if you think of, <clears throat> excuse me, if you think of, say, pool or uh, poolside or you know that kind of level, I think was 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 good. Um, if we look at the uh, the world championship maps for for this year, twenty twenty three, then I think um, <clears throat> I think. See, uh, surf is quite a good example, just because it's it, it offers it offers something different to to help people uh, kind of identify a map. Strangely, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but the, I think the, the, there's two things really, which um, which brings to the table. Which is one is. You know, it's 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 not a, a skill. It's a skill that you have to learn a lot of the time. It's you know, it's something new that the players have to learn. It's not say 
you know, a, a, an ice slide or, or tech drift or, or anything that people know how to do because they've already driven them thousands and thousands of times. This is something uh, new, so it, it offers, you know, it offers more 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 time gain against other play, uh, other players. And then secondly, I would say is the, the the mental side is, you know, can you, you know, it offers more of a challenge to players um, and rewards the players who can control themselves under pressure. So, you know, if, you, if you're if you in a decisive round and, you know, all four of you are coming into an identity and, uh, uh, and, and, you know, you need to you need to push to to get first, but not over risk that you risk uh, someone else crashing or yourself crashing. Yeah, it, it offers that chance for for more mental strategy. I would say, um, which is which was potentially missing, I think, in earlier esports. Um, but it just adds that extra element of of, of skill overall. Yeah, I think that's something that with time with the World Tour uh, in in observing and, and, and watching a fair few of those games, um, you could really see the ones that had a good balance. Um, I'm awful at remembering Trackmania maps, but there was one where you had to sort of do just an ice slide 180 and you could bail out of it and do like a little 360 beforehand to kill your speed and then like guarantee you could get around the corner. Um, and it was really interesting to see how those players came in, right? So if someone made an error, did they send it into the identity or did they just sort of take their medicine and, and safe it and just guarantee a finish rather than trying to catch up that time that they lost earlier? So that was, uh, yeah, I think a good defense of identities there. I'm not sure if that's going to fall on uh, particularly welcoming ears. But uh, I, yeah, I think that's that put your put your foot forward. Uh, I'm, I'm curious when... I don't know how much of this you can obviously talk about, but when the world tour mapping began, did you did you as a team realize that oh that this level of identities and this level of design of the identity is perhaps going to be quite polarizing, or was that a bit of a shock when people got hands on the map? Um, so I think it was a I don't know. I would say overall we. I don't know how the others did it, but for, at least for me is I tried to to look at all the kind of, you know, uh, World Tour or Grand League maps, which pre-exist and kind of, um, you know, try and look at all of them and kind of weigh up, okay, why is this good? Why is this bad? And ultimately try and, uh, you know, try and uh, make something which uh, which 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 offers everything ultimately, and um, and yeah, I think um, at least with with a couple of the maps, I, th- I think that uh, that we've made for the for the world championship, I think that's 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 worked well. Uh, surfing a fairly good example because it doesn't necessarily feel like an identity. It it, it, it I think people could uh, potentially. Uh, mutually agree which is that it just feels like another section mm. of the map rather than you know uh like something just slammed into the middle of it if we look at the kind of previous tmgl maps for instance you know it was very much you know a standard route and then you know a, a, a fairly big difficulty uh staircase uh or step at the end of the map and um and yeah, that, that's understandable that people kind of look at that and kind of go, yeah, that's that's 
that's not what we want, that's not competitive, that's not etc. It doesn't really make sense. Whereas, yeah, for this world championship we we really try to 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 work on integrating it with the rest of the map and, and make it trying to feel um like uh, it blends in more in terms of the style but also the difficulty. Um so so then people aren't as as surprised by the identity itself. So but um but I, I think I think yeah, some some of the um identities worked well, some of them um potentially not, but yeah, it's always a uh, a very difficult um thing to balance. Um and something that isn't always done uh, done with with uh with, with finesse but yeah it's a difficult one yeah the, so. uh, the elephant in the room being aero pipes where it felt like no one liked that at all yeah. it was an absolute mess for uh for the broadcast but i found it incredibly fun i loved whenever we headed into aero pipes whenever that s- skipped its way through the bands and we finally got to it so uh, i guess there's pros and cons to all of it um the final question or or rather the hidden question uh which is unique to every every person would you rather be the best mapper in Trackmania or the best driver? Um, I would probably say uh, it would be quite nice to be the um, the best mapper. I would say it's a bit. I don't know. Is it, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't complain if I was the best driver. Of course, but um, long way to go. Long way to go. But but no, I I would probably say best mapper just because um two main things is one is you're you're constantly creating you're constantly having the chance to 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 make new things to 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 innovate to bring the people the drivers the casters the the spectators you know something more exciting to watch um which is which is you know something that i I uh, I really enjoyed to do, especially with with mapping this year and uh, for for the world tour. Um, but also uh, the kind of level of stress is somewhat lowered uh, compared to drivers. You know, you don't need <laughs> you don't need the time to to, to practice. You don't have the in match um, stress or the, the the difficulties, but. Um, of course, there is the stress when the map comes out or release, and you know maybe people find cuts in it or or you know find hidden strats which aren't intended or or such. You know, there's 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 all sorts of things. You know, are they going to like it or or such? But yeah, um, I, I probably would go. Yeah, probably go best mapper. Have you have you ever had a map that you're really happy with? You release it, and then just an outrageous cut gets found, or a reroute, or anything like that. Yeah, I think um, I haven't had many uh, release maps, but that sounds bad. But <laughs> but, uh, but my first um, my first track of the day uh, was a was a wet plastic map. And uh, you know, I was I was happy with it, and the scenery was 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 adequate to my liking. And um, you know, it was it was a bit different. People, I think, in general people uh, people liked it once they learnt it, of course. But yeah, and then by the end, there was a. I mean, fortunately, not in the in the in the cup, but it was in track of the day, and yeah, eventually there was a an absolutely uh, filthy reroute, but. 
but fair play to them, you know, it's it's part of the game and you know, what can you do? So I should have I should have seen it and yeah, I didn't. So it's just another thing you learn, isn't it? So Yeah, I imagine every map now you sort of just go back tediously going through and making sure there's no there's no there's no hidden paths. But yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh thanks a lot for thanks a lot for coming on. It's been great talking with you and uh yeah, look forward to seeing what is next in the world of Wizzy. Um I've been trying to eke an announcement out of you for a while, but uh, we'll leave that we'll leave that for the future whenever that good news comes. Thank you very much, thank you. So there you have it. That was our interview with Wizzy, and I'm sure you can all agree, very insightful and great to hear more about his story leading up into Trackmania. If you want to follow the show, you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast apps, or you can visit nodal.media where you'll find our Substack with all episodes published and additional articles too.